0: Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of the extended version of Inside Sources on a Tuesday. I am Boyd Matheson, the opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you all the way till the top of the hour when the great Jeff Kaplan will step to the mic and get you home safe and smart, as always, on a primary election day. Uh, And just a reminder that you can vote until 8 p.m. tonight. If you've got that ballot sitting on your table at home that came in the mail, that's fine. Fill it out at your kitchen table, but you must take it into a polling location uh, to cast it. And uh, you can go to, or you can just show up at the polling location and cast your vote there. So uh, don't forget, these are going to be really close races. It will, if ever there was a time where the term every vote counts applies, It is today. These are going to be uh, small numbers. We know only 22% of folks have cast ballots in Salt Lake City uh, for the mayor's race. And uh, so every vote really is going to count. And so get in, do your duty, vote. These races matter. These are the races that impact your everyday life. This is about uh, picking up the trash, filling the potholes and making your community safe. So Uh, Make sure you step in and and vote on all of those, not just the mayor's races. You've got uh, county and city council races uh, and a host of other municipal races that uh, are on the ballot today. So make sure you're aware what's happening in your neck of the woods. All right. As promised, I want to close out the day uh, by talking about populism uh, because it's really been the... The main focus for both Democrats and Republicans, liberals and conservatives have taken to the populist message over the last couple of years. And it's interesting. Populism will remain a powerful and often misused and even abused political tool as long as the current set of leaders and policy makers across the political spectrum, again, left and right, are primarily concerned with preserving their own power. We talked about that today. Uh, if the if the focus is to maintain power or to get more power, you're not going to have political courage and you end up going down the populist route. So they they cried, you know, they take on the wealthy. We've heard that from Bernie Sanders today, the uh, the well-connected echo, the uh, liberal left and the chance against the ele- uh, the elite, the the establishment folks, I guess, is what you scream at if you're on the right. But the real question Is anybody really looking out for the little guy? That's the question, (laughs) because populism is supposed to be about, hey, someone's got to look out for the little guy. And so is there such a thing as an authentic populism? Because I'm telling you, from a political standpoint, it is not hard to incite the populist riot or a populist uprising. Uh, Anybody can do it. Even a little four-year-old can do it. Literally, a four-year-old can do the populist uprising. I know this uh, because... I've seen it. Uh, In fact, I I recently got a a text message from my daughter, Rachel. Uh, She and her husband, Jeff, who have been doing a lot of long haul driving lately, back and forth to California, uh, to their home in Arizona. And they've got two little guys, four and two, actually uh, five and two now, but they were four and two. And they do a pretty good job of enduring these really, really long drives. Uh, But my daughter, Rachel, told me that sometimes when they're doing these real long haul drives, uh, she and her husband, Jeff, instigate what they call the no water periods for the boys for obvious reasons, because they don't want to stop to have to do potty breaks. So they have these periods where they kind of slow down the uh, water consumption so that they're not having to stop all the time to, to do the potty break. And the interesting thing is that there are water restrictions only for the people in the back seat, not for the people in the front seat. So their four-year-old was trying to rile up the back seat in a a real populist movement. (laughs) Uh, And he was playing both the leader uh, and the follower because his two-year-old little brother couldn't quite figure out how the populist chants are supposed to work. You know, there's supposed to be a call and a response. Uh, And so he started to shout, everyone in the car is thirsty. Who in the car is thirsty? Everyone. Who wants water? Everyone. He's doing this back and forth. Is everyone in the back thirsty? Yes. Is everyone in the front thirsty? Yes. Is the front allowed to drink water? Yes. Is the back allowed to drink water? No. <laughs> And so you had a populist uprising happening in the back seat of the car on the drive to California. And the interesting thing is that, again, it's easy to incite a populist uprising. Uh, Now, these little guys didn't know what to do next anyway. Uh, If they had been able to overturn the rule that uh, only the front seat gets to drink water and the back seat does not on these long hauls. And so, uh, interestingly, we see the same thing happening. Whether it's the left or the right, uh, President Trump rode into office on a very populist message. He's going to watch out for the little guy. The left, that's, uh, I mean, the early debates have been nothing but populism. Uh, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren are uh, screaming it from the rooftops uh, that they're going to fight for the little guy. Uh, But that's the easy part. The hard part is governing. The hard part is Governing. And what my little grandsons didn't realize is that they had they had no idea what to do if they had actually won, <laughs> if they had won the debate. What would they do? Would they take over the car? Would they start to try to drive? Uh, would they all just drink water and then have to stop every five minutes? Uh, they had no idea what to do after the uprising, and and that's the test. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to the great Jeff Kaplan here. Have you experienced such populist uprisings? In your family. I'm just trying to think about instances in the car, and I totally relate. (laughs) Absolutely. I think we've all experienced those uh, little insightful uh, riots there from our, the chant, from our children. The, the chant I heard in the car, is this not a democracy? <laughs> like, wait a minute, I make the car payments and I'm actually behind the wheel. This is when you turn around and do your best uh, movie imitation and say, I am the law, right? <laughs> this is not a democracy. So <laughs> anyway, uh, but that that is the easiest part. The easiest part of populism is the get everybody riled up part. And we've talked about it on this program before. I always refer to it as the shampoo bottle model. You know, that little saying at the bottom of your shampoo bottle, lather, rinse, repeat. So you lather people up, you get them all frothy and angry and full of angst and frustration. Uh, then you let them rinse that off with a nice 25 or $50 contribution to your campaign coffers, and then you repeat. You do it again. Lather, rinse, repeat. It is the uh, It is the way of populism in the 21st century. Uh, but the challenge is, is anybody ever going to govern? Is ever, is anyone ever really going to look out for the little guy? And as we talked about and as we face these primary elections here in the state of Utah today, that, again, it's, it's easy to talk the big game. But the question everyone should be asking before you cast a vote for anyone in any p- political office, whether that's president of the United States or... A local county council or city council race you, you have to ask yourself what would this person do to make a difference if they lost the election because if you're not quite sure are they even interested or is their only vision a vision of themselves in office because if the only vision they have is themselves in that office or that elected chair or maybe some higher chair they can parlay it into later on, then they will never be able to show real courage because every decision they make will be poll tested, consultant certified, and lacking courage. You have to have the people who are willing to say, I am willing to lose my seat. I am willing to lose reelection in order to do the right thing, to have integrity integrity, to really stand up for the little guy and do the right thing. That is always the test, and that's what everybody ought to be thinking about as you cast your ballots today on primary election day. That's going to wrap it up for us on a Tuesday. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. You're listening to the extended version of Inside Sources. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and above all, do something that makes a difference a gun in the face Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up they pointed their guns at me and this is the point where I thought I'm gonna die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela they said you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us